guys and gals, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, a place where we ready ourselves to give an answer for the hope that's in us. We will also try to answer your questions, random questions from the interwebs, and have some fun too. So put some seatbelts on your ears because we're in for a wild ride. Welcome to the Oxford Holy Club podcast. I'm your hostess with the mostess, one quarter of the mostess. I'm Brad Silliker. And I'm your average host, Lucas Candy. <laughs> Andrew just quit the podcast. <laughs> I'm Andrew. And I'm yeah. Matthew. I'm Matthew Berber. Uh, welcome. <laughs> wow. Welcome, ladies That's and gentlemen. Welcome. Yeah, that was bad. I was, as it was going, I'm like, what could I say? That'd be fun. And then I panicked. Um, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 86, Monkeys, Towels, and the Psalms. 86. That's a big number. Like, it, most of us aren't going to live to be 86 years old. Most of us. I think that will I mean, depend a lot on our rate, diet. No. That will depend a lot on what we eat. Um, yeah, but that's a big number. It, yeah, you know How what? Effective pounder peppers is. That's right. Yeah. Welcome, Those peppers Re- could be saving our lives right now. Welcome, Rianne, to the podcast. Glad that you're here with us. Now, I will say for and those, don't forget of you, my mother. My mother. Hey, mom. I can't tell that she's watching. She doesn't like me on Facebook. Uh, Karen, mm-hmm. we're going to rectify this right now, live in front of everybody. I'm going to send you a friend invite. Um, yeah, she's she's been avoiding this moment. For for uh, <laughs> for those of you that do watch with us, we the the four of us only see who joins the chat based on who our friends friends are. So people that are friends with Matt, when you join, uh, the rest of us don't see. So if, if you're feeling like we're not giving you shout outs when you're coming on, it's because we don't see you. You can get mad with the friend that you have on Facebook. Karen, I've sent you a request on, on the Facebook. Wow. If you- wow. You've already sent her requests and there's two people that she keeps in that friend request thing. They're both redheads that she won't accept. Oh. <laughs> One of you. I'm not going to say who the other one All is. All right. Well, anyway, welcome to the show, everybody. And if uh, they know who they are. Uh, if you're interested in following us on any of the social medias, you can do that through our website. Oh, the Oxford Holy Club website. What a site, folks. This thing is, uh, it, well, it's the best thing going. Um, I'm trumping on this website right now. Um, you can join the club by following the link that's there. You can go to the Twitter, the Facebook, all of that. And you can send in your questions. And as we're going to talk about a little bit later, your tiebreaker scenarios. If you are doing the SMORP along with us each day, you can download it right here on the website. And there's a little blurb on your hosts. And again, we still have those uh, two people that gave us five stars. And and we're really appreciative of that. So, fellas... <laughs> Oh, why don't we uh, why don't we catch up and see what's been going on in our lives, fellas? What's happening with y'all? Oh, not much. Actually, can I start off with a challenge? Okay. Uh-oh. Can I do something? Can I? Am I? Am I allowed? This if this isn't allowed, you tell me. Well, hold uh, on. Can I? You're gonna do this I, live? Can Hi, I Tiffany. solicit our audience for something right now? Oh no! Is it money, Matt? Is it money? It is money. <laughs> he's crowd. So, he's crowdfunding to start a new podcast. So, so listen. Go ahead. Okay, I'm going to share a link right now in our comments, okay? And Brad, you be the judge of this. So I can't. I, if you share it, if you share it in our comments, <laughs> I am not I the it. judge. The internet is. <laughs> All right, too late. I shared it. All right, so um, so I work for, uh, for Teen Challenge, and uh, we're a nonprofit organization. And one of the events we have is coming up this we'll Friday, see. and it's the sleep out. And so I've set a goal for raising $250. And so I've raised $100, uh, which all came from my Uncle Bob. Uh, and so <laughs> thanks uncle Bob. And so here's what I'm proposing. I've just shared the link that you can click and that you can give online, uh, towards the teen challenge. This goes directly to the teen challenge, uh, for the drug and alcohol addiction. So, so if let's do a thing, if I hit, if we hit $250, which was he my shaves goal, his beard. So no, I'm never shaving my beard. 
but we keep. I'm, I'm up for doing uh, coming up with something. Eat a pepper. Yeah, I like no, I'm pepper. not going to eat a pepper. It's something that we can just do off the whim now. Maybe thinking about it through the episode, but uh, I'm going to keep sharing that link, and we're going to see. It's got to be hit. pepper or worse. And and is it? Okay. I'll update you used all your time go. up. Sorry, right, I'll done. update this as we go. Does that sound good? Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> update. It's gonna be a little slim update. <laughs> I believe in our people. Like- Somehow, our people. Our people may not be able to leave a five star rating, but I believe that they'll be able to give us. Uh, hey, for team challenge. Nathan. Nathan us, Barber. Nathan Barber's Look, coming Layton's in. Already into it. Uh, Nathan Barber's coming in. He says, "Why don't you actually sleep out, you coward?" Because I'm you sick. don't even sleep out. Well, so here's the deal. Oh, <laughs> no, no, Matthew. Oh, Matthew. Way to go. You guys just sunk this ship. Uh, so I totally, completely, totally planned on sleeping out. Yeah. It's on the Friday night and you sleep overnight Friday night in but, like the middle of Halloween. But Fridays just don't work for me to sleep outside. But, but my, but Aaron. Uh, oh we yeah. Tickets. Here we go. We got tickets for Jack. Jack Frost. And so I'm actually skipping the Friday night of Jack Frost and then we're going to travel over first thing Saturday morning. And so you'll appreciate this. I love my job and I love the ministry, but family first. And so try crapping on that, you guys. And so <laughs> this, this is what uh, this is what I'm doing. So I still okay. want to do my part. Scott Layton, the link is right above you. And I believe you're good for a lot of money. Also, uh, Kristen Hammond. Your husband, Lauren, owes me big time. I believe you're good for a lot of money. Let's see if we can make this thing happen, all right? Uh, 250. You didn't. 250. Did anybody create a watch party this time by accident? I didn't. Okay, fantastic. No. Good. All right. So, Congratulations, Matt. Congratulations. I'm going to use that as my update time. I will say one more thing. Oh. I am really excited because I have to. I get to interview somebody this week who has been um, someone who I've always looked forward to meeting. Scott Layton? No, I do look forward to that day, though. You that, can't tell me too. Us, though. I'm actually, the day I meet Scott Layton, I'm going to take his squat t-shirt. I'm going to take his other shirt off, and I'm going to put his squat t-shirt on for him. It's going to be like a christening moment type of thing. <laughs> Scott, watch your back, buddy. Are Matt, Matt Barber's looking for you. Just sneak surprise. up him. It'll be a complete surprise. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Scott, carry some mace with you, my man. Uh, anybody else? What's been going on with y'all? I mean, we've, we do have, there, there is one thing unique to the four of us that we could certainly talk about. Scott, we've met uh, you? Or Matt's yeah. met you? Two of them have met. Oh. Uh, and by two of them, I mean me and Barbara. I'm one of them. Uh, my, my update is, okay, so I get in the car yesterday and Melissa kind of had a long day. Oh. And she said, a, she said a phrase I've never heard her say before. And she goes, I'm, she gets in the car, long day. She goes, I'm so mad I could. How would your wives finish that sentence? <laughs> Spit nails. I'm not going to. I'm, I'm not saying because it'll happen once I get home if I say. <laughs> I, Spit nails. That's the end of that phrase. I'm Spit so mad. Nails. I could spit okay. nails. Spit nails. Brad's yeah, apparently Mandy's must be so unclean. No, you can't I, say I, it on I'm the I'm pretty air. sure Mandy's is unholy. Um, that she would scream. I'm so mad I could scream. I'm mad I could scream. Uh, I could Andrew. pull my hair out. That's <laughs> oh, one. Man. I'm so mad. I could that's, pull my did hair you just out. say that's funny? Did you just say I could pull my hair yeah. out and then go? That's funny. I I may, I may be misheard. Everyone was talking. Go ahead. He's talking. About. Okay, Andrew. What would what would Tiffany say? I don't know, and I don't. I'm want to tread lightly here. I you don't want wanna... to abstain? Do you guys okay. honestly? You... Anyway, I'm not gonna. Well, get here, this. here's what here's what my wife said. So long day. She gets in the car. We're driving away, and she goes, "I'm so mad I could eat a whole pizza." 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's awesome. Well, Susan, like, hi, Susan Downey. Hi, Susan Downey. I, Sorry, guys. It's important. I said, uh, done. So we went to Pizza Hut and we got some pizza. Uh, but, uh, so here's my new thing. I'm going to try and tick off Melissa once a day. Because at that rate, you will just be Jabba the Hutt. Lucas. Oh, yeah. Jabba Lucas will just be one big Jabba. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, it's all good. Uh, so. All right. So that was my kind of uh, funny saying. It just made me laugh because she's never said it before and probably won't ever say it again. But anyway. Um, before we go on, I do want to address the zombie in the room, which is for some reason the program yeah. that, that we use to stream. When people like the stream or anything like that, it pops up on the screen and we had our own little graphic that came up. The program um, reset before we got to go live and it reset to their the their default which is for whatever reason this zombie it was too late I like the zombie it was too late to fix there's no there's no reason for it other than that's just what's happening i think we keep it oh andrew what's up what about you my man well i am very excited because last may i began a journey it was a journey to renovate my bathroom <laughs> it's been a long journey how it's large is this long, bathroom it's been a long journey not that big because <laughs> it's February. And, uh, what? Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, and actually, probably mid-August, we got to like the 90% done of the bathroom. Like everything was usable. And then I was just done. I was no longer willing to work on my bathroom. And so we haven't really had anywhere to put oh, things. Oh, okay. I didn't know where that sentence was headed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the last few months. And oh. we finally, my dad and I, last couple of weeks, have been building like this unit, the shelving unit, and it's in, and I'm just like sanding it. I am so close. I'm so close. Just pooping in Ziploc bags, Brad. That's a different <laughs> <laughs> It was just such a poorly, ruined my story. A poor, poorly put together <laughs> sentence. That's our new T-shirt. <laughs> oh no, Scott doesn't want that T-shirt. Uh, <laughs> oh, Andrew! But you see, where you are at though, ninety percent finished is the most dangerous place because you don't need to do anything. So then, all of a sudden, it gets bumped way down the list oh, of priorities. Yeah. And you also had a baby in the mix there, didn't you? Well, the baby came like mid renovations. Like it, we we oh, started yeah. at the worst possible time, but it was kind of do it. We didn't really have a choice because we had some leaks and stuff and uh -huh. stuff got torn out and we might as well have put new stuff back in kind of thing. Yes, sir. Go uh, anyway, so we're close. We're so close. Well, I'm sorry. We have a bathroom oh, so party. You're all invited. <laughs> Thank you. Hard pass. <laughs> bathing suits required? I'm going to live stream the next episode from the bathroom. No, please. For heaven. So it just be bathtub full of those fizzy bath bombs and like... <laughs> Um, so my, the what I'm going to share for the week is one that we all shared and people that watched already know uh, is that we, for the first time, the Oxford Holy Club did a live show. We actually got to bring first the podcast. last time. No, no, no. No, no Andrew, don't talk like that. Don't don't talk like that. Matt, I love that you're continuing to, to <laughs> flood the chat. everyone that joins our podcast. I love that you're flooding chat right now. Uh, but we got to do a live show, guys. Never in... Uh, I, Lucas and I talked a little bit uh, at one point because Lucas was... Uh, except for the first episode, which was just me talking about what this may or may not be. Then Lucas was <laughs> with me, I think, for the next one. And, uh, and, uh, and it was just this conversation of who would have ever thought... That something like this, we actually, you know, the four of us get to do and someone actually asked us to come and, and do it. 
Um, who's wearing a cardigan? Oh, Andrew's wearing a cardigan. Uh, Lauren likes your cardigan. Uh, Clean it up, Lauren. So I can't go give me money. That. Swear jar, swear Guy, jar, Lauren. Guys, what? I don't uh, see, I'm not even seeing half the comments. Yeah. Um. What uh, what did you think of doing the live show? So we we were at the men's conference and there's about 300 men. Now we did it during lunchtime, which we knew. So there was some chatter and people walking in and out. But what uh, what did, what's your takeaway from that? I had a blast. I'm glad that we did it. I'm glad it went out the way that it went out because I found it more relaxing that other people didn't feel like they were forced to watch us. Yeah, mm. that they were able to continue their conversations and stuff. But at the same time, there was a large number of people involved and, yeah. and watching. I I can't wait to do the next one. I, yeah, I thought we had fun. pretty good participation. Yeah, I, I would agree. Um, I know that we talked. We had a hard, and this wasn't this wasn't anyone's fault. The, the hillside they everybody uses in ears monitors on the platform, so there was no. Uh, there was no monitors on the stage for us to hear ourselves, which you would think, well, why do you need to hear yourself? You're the one talking. You'd be surprised how difficult mm. it was for even Matt and I uh, or Luke, you know, to hear each other up there. But other than that, and that's not really a complaint. Powered through. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I could I could hear you guys find other Noel mumbles candy there. <laughs> I couldn't make out a thing he said. Mouthful of marble mouth. No, darn it. <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite part though is so we're so we're you know we're we're busting our own stuff getting everything set up during the intermission while everyone's going out to get their roast beef dinner we're setting up the stage and yeah we got two tables over there and matt's like i think we only need one table guys I think we only <laughs> need one table and it was not a very big table and we would have been just like doing this and then at the end he's like yeah i'm so glad we had two tables <laughs> it's true i it, go back and watch the video uh anyone and uh and look and see the setup and tell me that that wouldn't have worked with one table those are somebody's, not four boy Somebody's tables. butt would have been to the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> we would have been. <laughs> you know, but, but it, it was, it was, th there's a different energy. Like we're talking right now and I love that we can get into chat and talk with people and, and all that. But mm -hmm. it's, it's a different beast when you're in front of people. Andrew had made a point early on when we were going to it. Um, he said something to the effect of kind of wondering what it would be like because none of these people that we're going, we're going to see us. Where if we did our own live show and you know people came to see it, they're coming for what the experience of what we would normally bring. Yeah, but they know what to expect. They know what to expect. But these guys, you got a wide range of people that have never heard of what a podcast is, and then yeah. people that that do know. So I was really interested to see what uh, participation would be like, or if people would just even look up, or or what would happen. <laughs> and yeah. man, I got to be honest, I was I was pleasantly surprised. Like. Mm -hmm. It was I agree. Mind you, I will say this. We're only a few minutes in, but I already feel funnier in this situation oh, than I did live. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Because I can't hear people not laughing. So I feel like I'm funnier. Yeah. You feel like everyone's crap. laughing their heads off at you. I said that to <laughs> Lucas. Yeah. I said, I've never once in this in this type of thing thought, I wonder if anybody's laughing. No, because right. we we can't yeah. hear them. It's an, it's not possible. Yeah. And people don't go into chat and write, ha, 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 ha. I do want to say hello to Melanie uh, Taylor, who's watching. Welcome to the podcast, Melanie. Watch out for any links Matt may so send. So I always just assumed the rest. I always just assumed people were always laughing with me or at me. <laughs> well, I mean, w one of those possibilities is certainly true, I'm sure. Anyway, it was fantastic. If anybody wants to bring us for a live show, we'd love to come to your area. And uh, would it be $1,000 a person? Oh, for heaven's sake. <laughs> we got an update. We've got an update. We've got, we've got a $50 donation uh, from my mother. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Hold on. Did she? Did she hey, Thanks, whatever. Mom. It's got it's to come from somewhere. 
Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm 60% of the way there. I'm $150 on my $250. Okay, you what know are we going to do? Barber telethon. I what want him to do, I want him to do this. What I we... actually want you to be successful. Yes, Andrew. See, uh, you, are godly, you are a godly this. brother. This is so now what, a telethon. This is <laughs> We're canceling the script. Okay. Uh, okay, what are we going to do if we hit 250, guys? This is a team no, not effort we, now. You. Hold oh, on. Yeah, this is a team effort. Let's keep some separation. Just one second. Hi, this is your host, Brad Silliker with the Oxford Holy Club podcast. We don't like to do this. You don't like to hear it. But here we are with our hat in our hand. We're asking for you to keep the lights on. It takes a lot of work here to keep this type of programming available for you. And uh, if you could help out Matt Barber, the links are in the, the notes and you can just go right ahead and do that. I have no idea what it's going for, except that I know he's going to the island and he's not sleeping outside at night. It's money for cream. Milk. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my goodness, man. Your your team challenge boys gave you a ton of grief over the fact that you've got condensed uh dehydrated no, no, condensed. dehydrated Powder. milk, powdered milk. Oh, and no. so like one guy was taking as many cream or milk things as he could just for the just for the and sweet liquid. Them. Oh dude. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Barber gotta, takes all the milk. I gotta go back just a second. I gotta go back to my pitch here for a second, okay? You ready? Have you ever slept outside in the minus seven degree weather at Victoria Park in Halifax, Nova Scotia? Would you like to? You haven't. I'm not going (laughs) to. But your money sure would go a long way (laughs) in helping those. Oh, actually, yeah. All right. Fantastic. So big thanks to mom. I know there's going to be more people like Mike Hayes or Lauren Hammond that I love putting on the spot are going to help me uh, reach my goal. You guys are going to, you're going to get there, Matt. All right. Uh, well, uh, but so last thing on this whole live show idea, we have tossed around the idea. Uh, oh, I, I looked away for a second and Lucas disappeared. Oh, did, okay. Um, we tossed around the idea of potentially at episode 100 doing something special for that episode. We're mm-hmm. still, and I'm not committing us to anything, uh, but one of the ideas we've tossed around is doing our own live show where we actually find a location and uh, promote it and see what kind of crowd we would get if anyone would come. We're not expecting yeah. the type of crowd we had, you know, at, uh, at Hillside where people didn't know we were coming and came. Um, but y- you. Y- you never know. What's that, Andrew? Yeah. And trick them. Yeah, trick them. I really need Lucas. Where did he go? I don't know. But uh, you're choppy or something, Brad. There's something cutting in and out. I think it's on your end. I can't tell. Yeah, sure. I was wondering if that was me, but if he's yeah. hearing it too. Uh, nice pajama pants, Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've been out. You, you really uh, did yeah, it. No. He, Sorry, he I was like, try to find my wallet so I could... So I could send uh, Barbara like a super small donation just to annoy him, but uh, every little find bit my counts. With my wallet, every it, little so. Lucas, go and find your <laughs> wallet right now. But before you do, stand up and give us a look at your pants one more time. <laughs> no. Okay, Lucas. Okay. L- Lucas, <laughs> tossing to you with. All right, potent ponderable. So uh, this one's a bit of a kind of an ethical moral conundrum and if you're following us on facebook uh, you would have had a chance to vote on this beforehand and the question is would you if you were ever offered it would you ever try monkey meat um 
Or would you feel that's too close to cannibalism to actually try to eat some monkey? Uh, now, people do eat monkey. Like, it is a thing that happens. People like, hunt them and eat them. They must be decently good eating, uh, at least to some people. Would you guys <laughs> eat monkey meat? Uh, feel free to uh, vote uh, your answers in the chat. Yes or no, monkey please, or uh, pass, <laughs> pass on monkey. Yes or no, um, monkey please. And then monkey please. I will tell you what the results of our poll are afterwards. Yeah. Now, I, I will say, oh, Lucas, just oh, so that you know, I tossed up, um, I did toss up, well, I think I did anyway, but I put the poll in, uh, I put the poll in our chat. Does anyone see it? It should be there. Yeah, I just voted again. Uh, see it. So, so here's my take on it. First of all, I've got a couple observations, but one of my observations would ruin the results of your poll, Lucas. Mm -hmm. So do you want to share that now or do you want me to hold off? Uh, I don't know how it would ruin the poll, but um, yeah, just we'll save my poll to the end and you tell me your thing. Okay. Uh, so my thing is this, your uh, <laughs> uh, cannibalism uh, mm -hmm. would refer to one eating its own. Right. Uh, so therefore, where do you stand uh, on the creation <laughs> and evolution story, Lucas? Vis-a-vis -vis cannibalism. Vis-a-vis. -vis, well, no, I'm not saying they are exactly no, what we are. No, this is what you said. No, he said, is it too close to cannibalism? Is he it didn't too say, close to cannibalism? I didn't say it was cannibalism. I said, it's too close. All right, I stand corrected on that. Uh, okay. I would eat, uh, I would absolutely eat monkey me. Uh, I live by uh, the motto, I uh, got to try everything once. <laughs> YOLO. <laughs> I live by the motto of, is it pizza? Yes, I'll eat it. Is it pizza? No, I won't. Wow. Okay. Um, I would, I would, again, I have to, I would go on and like with Matt here, you gotta, yeah. you gotta try it. People, you, we've found, you know, I haven't personally caves with monkey skulls all broken open. People ate the monkey brains, right? Like that was a thing. Um, I'm not so sure I want to go that way, but like a wing, you know, I, I don't know if they have those. A wing? Monkey wing? Monkey wing. <laughs> monkey wing. I'd like a, a flying too much, too much, too much like, wizard of Oz. I'd like a flying monkey wing. That's where I was headed with this. <laughs> no, I'd, I mean, I'd, I think I'd go for yeah, it. You'd have to try it. I bet you, actually, I'm going like, to Google it right now. Can't wait. What does monkey to, meat taste like? Do you know that? Do you share, internet, do you share an internet history with anybody? <laughs> um, so for my answer, I would say I would definitely try it. I'm not a super adventurous eater, but what? I would try almost, I would try almost any like Surprise. protein, like a, like a, especially if of, of land animals, there's some fish that get a little dicey, I think for me, but, um, or crustaceans or whatever, but, uh, yeah, I would try any kind of like, I'd love to try like emu or crocodile or kangaroo or anything like that would be, I see Mr. Lorne Hammond has had kangaroo and he seems, he said he'd do it again. Yeah. I have okay, so what, said he wouldn't eat monkey. Hold on, hold so on. I've got a question. Here's, Did you just oh. say emu or emu? I love saying emu. Yeah. So I said emu. Ugh. Emu. All right. So here's, here's the description. Or zebra. Ugh. Oh boy. As for, as for a taste, it's hard to describe. It's not flavorful and certainly not tender. It's a bit greasy like goat. And this is Sounds my favorite wonderful. part. It's, this is my favorite. And tough like llama. So his comparison <laughs> like is to llama. So as long as you've eaten llama, llama and goat. Oh, it's tough yeah, like I'm llama. Not. I'm out. Sorry, I've changed it's my tough mind. like llama. The last llama I had was undercooked. Uh, and it was not good. Where were you eating llama? I've never had llama. No one's had llama. The last, um, the last llama, llama, the last llama okay, so I ever saw was. to this question. What is the weirdest? Not necessarily meat, but food you've ever eaten. Hmm. Oh boy, I've I've had cod nothing. tongue. Cod tongue. When I was that's, in Newfoundland. That's pretty, I haven't had it, but that's pretty 
That's normal. Yeah, it's, it's like chewing on your own tongue. It's super thick and super chewy, oh. and you eat it just to say you've eaten it. I don't think anyone really likes it except for maybe yeah. the odd Newfoundlander. Why do you yeah, need to say? Well, I, I guess you ate clean. it for this moment. At such a time as this. For such a time as this. I think we're all pretty plain when it comes to this stuff. Like the weirdest things I've eaten wouldn't even be considered that weird. I've had cow stomach uh, and I've had chicken feet. For the I've record, I consider those things both weird. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, but you in, also, the po- in the greater population, like trust me, like the four of us are not a very good dissection. For, oh, um, hold on. Like, for like culture. Ta- and, Tasha like, Bailey. Tasha Bailey's coming in here saying whale stomach. She's had oh, whale stomach. Oh my goodness! Sounds fishy. So what? Tasha, oh come compared, off it. Compared to a compared to a llama, <laughs> how would that like? How does that compare to llama meat? What? We all get silent as though we were listening for a response. <laughs> oh yeah, hey. No, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> so while we're waiting for the response, I yeah. uh, I my, the weirdest thing I've ever had was squirrel, and you did. Uh, yeah, and that. and here's how it it's a story because here's how it went down. Uh, I was at Kingswood University back when it was Bethany Bible College, living on res on the dorm, and uh, another guy named Brad uh, Brad Eisen oh, yeah. goes. Oh, yeah. The guy's a hunter, and he go. The guy made a ghillie suit in his dorm room, and he's like, "Guys, watch this." Goes runs outside, drops in the ground in the dark. We lose him. Cannot see him. But anyway, <laughs> he um, he goes. You know what a ghillie suit is, Matt? I see that yeah, you're confused. Yeah, but I'm wondering how this connects so, with you eating a so, squirrel. Because uh, he's such a hunter. <laughs> so he, he goes out into the woods around Kingswood in Sussex and sets traps, oh finds a squ- finds, catches a squirrel, cooks it in the woods, brings it back wrapped in tin foil, freshly cooked squirrel, and he serves it up on on the dorm, and at the dorm, and I ate it. That's, that's one way to make friends as a freshman. What kind of things are happening at that college? Well, I mean, that was that was the first year they let TVs back on dorm. So I mean, uh, that was that was the year everything let loose. Um, didn't crept in. What about crickets? Your mother's asking. Actually, yeah, mom's right. I did eat crickets. I ate sixty crickets uh, because here's what happened. We were at Big Lake Camp, and it was a competition between me oh. and Ryan Lewis. And Ryan Lewis and we were eating these uh, crickets. And what Ryan was doing is he and I lost the competition. It was who could eat the most crickets. Ryan was chewing them all along and I wasn't, I was just swallowing them alive and <laughs> I got to 60 and I kid you not, I felt one start right here and he crawled right back up to here and latched onto my, uh, whatever it is, my hangy ball there. And I started gagging and it was the most disgusting thing for two days. I pooped out whole crickets and it was, and Ryan won, Ryan won. I didn't even win. I didn't even win. <laughs> Oh, right, so so the, so Tasha and Tia, it's actually Tia that's watching, and he would be super pumped to come to our live show. By the way, we'd probably even convince him to write a rap about us. But anyway, uh, intro. Oh, but actually, intro. I want to give a really important shout out, really quick, to Tia. So Tia, some of you might know him as 180. Uh, he's a Christian rapper uh, and oh, yeah. a genu- genuinely good friend of mine, uh, and he was just nominated for an ECMA. Dude, go go right. get yeah. it, man. Absolutely. That's awesome. Absolutely. So if there's anybody in the Moncton area or if you're within a driving distance of a few hours, um, he's putting on a concert here in the next little bit. He's going to post. Tia, post in here the details of your concert. Yes, please. Uh, and and so it's coming up. It's going to be here in Moncton, but it's going to be because he'd love to be able to go to the show. Uh, it's in Newfoundland this year. And uh, so uh, he's putting on a concert and uh, to try and... Uh, scrape together a little bit of a travel fund for that so support him in that but uh he's gonna post uh he's gonna post uh 
his details here and make sure you check that he, out. He but did congratulations show it on the ECMA nod. Yeah, he, he did a show at FCA and it was awesome. Like the kids were into it. I almost said he did a live show, but they're all live for him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah, he did an awesome job. Kids and kids thought he was awesome. And so did I, for the record. Man, that's fantastic. You got okay, March 27th yes. at the Moncton Wesleyan Church. Uh, tickets are $15, but mention Oxford Holy Club. And they're fifteen dollars. That that is <laughs> that is an Oxford Holy Club guarantee. Yeah. Uh, all go. right. Well, guys, shall we? Um, we were talking about monkeys, oh, and we all. Let so me just give you the. Let's wrap this thing poll. up. Uh, just so you know, we had uh, let's see, eighteen people vote, and uh, eating monkey came out to a strong early lead, but that was chipped away, and now it is. 61% for don't eat the monkey and 39% for I'll have some monkey, please. Yay. Um, so, so really quickly, here's my observation on this. Yes. The most of the, <laughs> of the really yes quickly. that I would eat it were guys. <laughs> most of the no I wouldn't were women. Observation. There you go. I well, they what, usually have the smarter plan, so that's yeah, true. Yeah. yeah, that's that's fair enough. Matt, are you uh, are you set? Oh, uh yeah, in one second. Yeah, let's fire it up. All right, my man. Why don't we uh, toss to you and you can bring us the Smorp tonight. All right, very good. Um, I don't think I'm on the right episode. <laughs> Matt, yes, I am. Matt. All right, so our Smorp. This is something we've been doing every week. Uh, and uh, the breakdown for this is, and, and please feel long to join along um, with your comments and that kind of stuff. And we, we'd encourage you to be reading along with us too. But the Smorp stands for Scripture, Message, Obedience, Repentance, and Prayer. And so we like to kind of hone in on the first two to three especially, um, but are always up for discussion when it comes to all other aspects of what this means. It's just a way to get into scripture and find ways to apply it to your life. Bottom line, that's what it is. And so tonight's scripture, uh, Brad's going to post it on there so you can read it. And it comes from Psalm 119, 105 to 112. All right. So I'll give you a second if you're going to look it up in your phone or on your, uh, it's you in, can read along with us. Here you go. It's in Psalm chat. 119, 105, 112. And this is a popular verse. Uh, it's the lamp unto my feet. Uh, but we're going to read a little further into it and then chat about it. So it says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. I've sworn an oath and can be your righteous rule. I'm severely afflicted. Accept my free will offerings of praise, O Lord, and teach me your rules. I hold my life in my hand continually, but I do not forget your law. The wicked have laid a snare for me, but I do not stray from your precepts. Your testimonies are my heritage forever, for they are the joy of my heart. I incline my heart to perform your status forever to the end. I'm going to read one more time. Yeah, thanks. Starting in Psalm 119, 105, it says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. I have sworn an oath and confirmed it to keep your righteous rules. I am severely afflicted. Give me life, O Lord, according to your word. Accept my freewill offerings of praise, O Lord, and teach me your rules. I hold my life in my hand continually, but I do not forget your law. The wicked have laid a snare for me, but I do not stray from your precepts. Your testimonies are my heritage forever, for they are the joy of my heart. I incline my heart to perform your statuses forever to the end. There's your scripture for today. Thy word. I just had to do that. <laughs> Thank you. In my head the whole time. Holy Can you read it again? Because I didn't hear anything you said. I was singing that. <laughs> that was it running over your head, in your head the whole time. Eh? Did Did he All cut right, out so for anybody else? Sorry. Yeah. Pardon. <laughs> did Did his voice cut out for anybody else? 
The first okay. time. Not okay, the second, the second time. time was oh, good. Great. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's get into the scripture part of it. So I guess, uh, what do we? What do you guys see as far as any observations or things or words or phrases or themes that stand out to you uh, through these uh, verses? Um, for me, I, I mean, I, I hate to start with the first one because it sounds like I just picked the first one, but uh, the lamp into my feet part and a light into my path is thinking about the fact that, you know, back in the day, you know, they had a lamp and we're used to like super bright LED flashlight and stuff. Back in the day, like a lamp is just, just enough to see your next step. It's like trying to use the like this part of your iPhone to like see through, you know, like I always think every night when I go to bed, Usually like Melissa will be in bed before me and I have to like sneak in and our room is all messy and there's, there could be like a big pile of laundry in front of it. So I have to like scan to make sure that I'm not going to totally beef it on the way into my own bedroom. And, and then I also have to do a check of my bed to make sure one of my children isn't in my spot. Well, you know, sometimes they'll sneak in there. So it just, it basically, it's, you know, your word and scripture, it's like, it'll, it'll, it'll get me through. It doesn't give me the whole picture. It just gives me my step by step. Um, so that's something I was thinking of. You kind of get, you guide your steps, but not your mm-hmm. whole journey all at once. Hmm. Something that stuck out to me is verse 109. I hold my life in my hand continually, but I do not forget your law. Mm. And just the idea that, you know, we do have free will mm. um, and we are responsible for our lives. And, you know, it's a, it's so easy to forget that or forget that. Um, we have that responsibility to to not forget his laws, to forget those rules or uh, ways we're supposed to live our lives. And it is a big responsibility, and, and we're so fortunate to have that free will, but it can be so difficult to uh, just keep control of things. Um, and there's, there's those moments where it's like, man, would it just be easier if you just did everything for me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the same was for me, Andrew. Um about holding the life in your hands. And it reminded me of the scripture um, from Philippians, Philippians two that talks about working out your own salvation uh, with fear and trembling for it's God who works in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. It just, the same, same thing to you. It reminded me that, that I have to make the choice and, and it, it, you know, up earlier, I've sworn an oath and confirmed it to keep your righteous rules. And we, we have like when we accepted Christ into our heart, we, we didn't just, he wasn't just savior. This is about him also being Lord, uh, as well. And if you're, you know, one of the things that one of the guys said at, at, uh, the stronger conference was, uh, was it something to the effect of, if you say you are, then be that. If you say you're going to be a Christian, then be it. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so I, when I was reading that, that stood out to me. And and the last thing that kind of jumped was your testimonies are my heritage forever. They're the joy of my heart. We ha- there's so much promise that promises that God gives us in Scripture, and that we can go back to and look to the, to encourage us when we're going through stuff. And that mm. that was just that was something that uh, that really jumped out to me. Yeah, I agree. That was the verse that um, really kind of caught my attention. And it's this idea that, um, and, and yes, of course, in the Scripture, being able to look back. But I think of even my own personal life. This idea, your testimonies are my heritage forever. And I think part of that is understanding is that. Our test, what we often say is like, oh, our testimony part of it really isn't ours. It was the work of God in our lives, mm-hmm, right. you know, and we were a part of that. And so we need to be reminded that like, hey, you know what? Right now you may feel so distant or so far from God or disconnected, whatever it looks like, but do not forget 
you know, think back yeah. to all those other times where you've seen God absolutely on your behalf show up or whenever there's been situations that uh, you know that he's been going before you in grace and, you know, all of these things and the idea of don't forget. Um like and, and, and use that as an encouragement. And Matt, if I can, I, we also can use what you're just saying as a weapon against the enemy, the testimony that we have. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and Revelation, again, I'm, my brain's going crazy right now. Revelation 12, 11, uh, it says, and they, Christians, have conquered him, the enemy, by the blood of the lamb, by the word of their testimony, for they love not their lives even unto death. The blood of the lamb, we've got that. We're saved. We're brought into the family. Uh, our sins have been washed clean. And the word of our testimony, that's, and that's how they defeated him. And and that zombie just came up at the most inopportune time. Thank you, <laughs> Melissa Candy. Moving on then. Fantastic. If you want. All right. Are we all happy with that on the scripture piece? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Yeah. Very good. Uh, looking next, uh, as far as the message of what this is, what do you sense the Lord saying to you in this reading? Like, what's the direct? And we kind of touched on some of this already. Yeah. Uh, but is there a word of correction, guidance, encouragement, wisdom, or promise for you in your own life, or maybe you've got one to share with one of your brothers on here. You could correct them in publicly. Well, now, you know, for, for me, it was about inclining my heart to perform his statutes forever um, to the end. And what, what do I sense the Lord saying to me in this reading is it's, I, it's great to have all this mental, you know, knowledge of what this is saying here and about the testimonies and all that stuff, but I need, it needs to connect with my heart and I need to incline it daily yep. moment by moment. And, and, and if I'm just being frank and I, you know, I'd have something about repentance because I, the Lord is, you know, I can see where my heart was not inclined and, and that, you know, I need to repent of that. Uh, but that's what I, that's what I sense the Lord saying to me, at least is both an encouragement and, and a correction about the inclination of my heart. I like that, Brad, you know, it's, it's so easy to get caught in the motions and, you know, you're doing things because, you know, you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. And to actually make it a heart decision, to make it a joy, um, you know, it could be a challenge, and and it's it, you know, but it can also be so wonderful if that's how you live your life, being joyful for following these statues that you've been given, and and, and a privilege to follow those, and and it can be a, definitely a challenge to do that, but. And this might be an oversimplification, Andrew, but I think of like scripture says, God likes a joyful giver. So if someone, if someone tithes exactly like they're supposed to and gives, but their heart is, they're doing it out of the law. They're doing it out of this, I don't know what. um, Obligation. Obligation. Yeah. Obligation, but it's not worship. It's not from the heart. Mm. You know, like that's not, that's not what he wants. But anyway, Matt, or Andrew, sorry, I cut, I think I cut you off. No, I was dumb. Okay. Yeah, there's some good discussion actually on the chat right now. I'll read one of them from Please. Melissa. I just said in this idea that God is always faithful, but I think he likes us to move in faith, of course. Fantastic point. Knowing that he will show our next steps in his timing, hmm. which yeah. is which is a, a great idea because it kind of makes that idea of kind of what you guys were talking about earlier with this responsibility of, well, I'm, I must keep going. It is my, my, you know, it's my calling in this, but knowing we're not hmm. in it alone. Hmm. I, uh, I also like the free will offering part, the free will offering of praise. And I was thinking the same thing, like, you know, just the kind of like money, the fact that, you know, sometimes you're in there and you're like kind of sitting there singing and, and, you know, you know, God doesn't need you there. Like, you know, it's, it's, 
it's for the glorification of God, but it also, it's, it's for your own soul too, like the worship and, and it's a privilege to get to do it. And sometimes you get in there and you're not in the right kind of headspace and, and it yeah. should be something that you're excited to do. And, and usually I am, but every now and then, you know, you're in a funk or whatever, especially if you like, I haven't been in church. Like we had a bunch of storm days and stuff. And then I didn't realize how much I needed the worship until I was kind of there and, and doing the worship like with everyone. Hmm. Did anybody catch Scott's last the post yeah, he just put? I like I mean, it. That was real good. You want to? Yeah, Scott's saying here, and I think this is really kind of in this idea of inclining your heart and being intentional in your posture and coming before God. In this idea of like um, that, we don't always tend to drift into God's word naturally. You know what I mean? It's uh-huh. but instead, it has to be an intentional choice and a shift of our focus. Right? It's not something that we just necessarily naturally are drawn to. Yeah. But instead, it, it does take that posturing. It does take that, as it says in Scripture, the inclining of the heart. It mm-hmm. takes the effort of remembering what God has done. You know, many things in here, remembering uh, his precepts and looking and not forgetting the law. So I think there is a lot to that in being intentional. Yeah, Great. absolutely. Thanks, Scott. It's Thanks, easier Scott. to act your way into feeling than feel your way into acting. So Okay, my brain just shut off. What? It's easier to act your way into feeling something than to feel your way into acting something. Like you, I don't feel like going to work. It's like we'll go to work, and then eventually it'll it'll you'll get there. Oh, right? so like, like the it's, fake it till you make it. Um, Which book's that from? Yeah, I forget. Yeah, it's who'd you steal that from? <laughs> <laughs> Always assume it's either Lencioni, Maxwell, you know, Andy Stanley. One of the, one of the hits. One of the heavy hitters. Not a sponsor. Uh, it's been yeah. a long time since so I get, had to say that. There you go. All right. Very good. Do you feel like we got to wrap on that section? Yeah, man. I think so. All right. So the obedience part, I mean, we, again, we've already talked about this, but what does that look like for you this week? The obedience part, how are you going to apply this? Hmm. Uh, Kind of actually what Lucas, what you just said is not that I have to fake it, but it's to, to be disciplined um, and, and to be intentional about engaging God in conversation to, to help me to be disciplined. It's, it's great to say, Hey, tomorrow I'm going to be super disciplined. Well, then good tomorrow, job. what's that? It's a good job. Oh, thanks. And, but then tomorrow comes and, you know, this whole idea of we don't just kind of stumble into the word, right? Mm-hmm. It, it takes intentionality and, and all that. So I think a, a step of obedience for me is, 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 um, is that intentionality and, and even when I don't feel like it, making sure that it's still a part of it so that my heart is inclined um, and engaged yeah, and I'll even add to that. I think it's one thing to actually crack open the Bible, sit and read it. Oh, and I can do that, and I can do that mindlessly. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that's the part where it's even more for the inclined the heart, which is like, hey, engage. This is what needs to happen. That, like, yeah, get engaged with it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I think that's absolutely. why the smorp is so good because uh, it is so easy just to read through scripture. And then say, what did I just read? Hundred you know? percent. Read it, assuming there's a message there for you, as opposed to just like it's just words on a page. Like, okay, what is yeah. God trying to tell me with well, this? Which is what I like about Smorp too. I'm, I'm going to get super theological for just a second. Um, we believe in something. Well, we believe in something called provenient grace, which just means it's grace that goes before it. Also, you know, if I put it in my words, it means the Holy Spirit is actively at work in everyone's life right now. And so every time that you go to the word, there's an opportunity that you have to engage with the Holy Spirit for him to teach you and lead you into truth. So whoever, I don't remember which one of you just said, go expecting that there's a message for you. Absolutely. Every time you go to the word, God has something to say to you. 
um, you know, it's rich. Are there, you know, if you're going to start reading through the genealogies, are you going to pull out some kind of fantastic word? I'm, I'm not so sure. Maybe, maybe to go start a huge family. I don't know. I can't, I'm not. Challenge you know. accepted. I, I heard know. a guy that used to work for me. Mike Lutz is his name. The, well, the he fact preached that you a fired whole him. sermon. He preached a whole sermon on Matthew 1, 1 to whatever it is, 27 right. on the genealogy of Jesus. Yep. And it was fantastic. Absolutely. And there's great stuff there. I guess what I'm just trying to say is every, every (laughs) opportunity, no, every opportunity that you get to the word, um, God is just there present with you and you need to engage with him in reading the word, um, for him to reveal more than just the words on the page and a a mental, uh, you know, understanding, but an actual heart transformation. Anyway. Okay. There. (laughs) All right. Very good. Well, uh, the rest of the part for the SMORP is the repentance piece and the prayer part, uh, which is just doesn't work in this type of platform. But it's something that we will challenge you to consider. If there is something that you feel needs to be to be addressed, that needs to be looked at, that needs to be brought before God, take the steps in order of repentance for that and spend time in prayer about it. We want to encourage you to do that. Um, and if you have any questions, I mean, we do have a way that you can contact us privately and it's not uh, set up. Brad, how do you do that? Um, I was getting ready for the next segment. What was the last thing you just said? If they wanted to, if they wanted to anonymously connect, uh, connect with us, uh, if they had any questions that maybe they didn't want to put on the public post, they can do that by going to www.oxfordholyclub.com and clicking that there link on the page. that says, send us a question. Um, two quick things. One most has a, a cool point. She said, uh, I find it easier to engage with the Bible and I read it out loud um, reading it to kids helped me realize that. And I think that's true because sometimes when you're reading it in your head, you kind of skim through parts or you're not quite as careful with stuff. And I, and I find I don't do it as much as she does and, or probably at all, but I think that it's something I should start doing. And the other thing I wanted to say is I actually had something from the the stronger men conference that I, I wanted to share that I forgot to, I'm going to throw it in now because there's no other place to do it. Um, I went to a breakout session with a guy named uh, Rob Nyland. Um, and it was all about busyness and stuff like that. And he had an awesome kind of ending to kind of this, his talk. And he said that, you know, um, he said, live a life that when they're at your funeral, they don't have to round up. Um, basically saying like, you know, he goes, I've been to a lot of funerals of sevens that they pretended were tens. He's like, <laughs> and they, ra- they round up, you know? And he goes, he's like, I knew that person. Like, they're not that great basically. Um, and I, and I really like that point, you know, live, live a, live a life that at their funeral, like it's a genuine, like, you know, they're not having to scrape the bottom of the barrel for like nice things to say or, or, you know, the, the good things He's to say about speller. you. Like, yeah. He was great <laughs> at golf or whatever. Right. Like, which no one will ever say that about me, about either of those things. So anyway, I just thought it was a great point. And I was thinking about, I was on my walk tonight and I was thinking about it. Um, yeah, I go for walks. It's not a big deal. Um, humble brag. Um, anyway, <laughs> Uh, and I was thinking about that and it kind of came back to me. I kind of forgot about it from the weekend and I just, I thought it was a kind of a cool point. So yeah, there you go. No rounding up at your funeral. Live like you're dying. All right. Live like you're dying. Well, thanks guys. That I felt like that was a great. Yeah. That was some good conversation. Andrew, I'm going to talk. Right, moving on. I'm going to toss to you, my man, if you're ready for the tiebreaker. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Wow, good, good. I think that All was right. live, eh? Was that live? That was live, although I lost our video. <laughs> there we go. So we're testing out a new segment here called Tiebreaker, and this comes courtesy of Lucas, actually. And so uh, we want a big participation from you guys on this one. This could be huge. Sit- 
Yeah, this, this, this could be really great. I'm super excited for this. Sorry, go. <laughs> so you can, we want you to send in questions. Again, go to the website. There's a spot where you can fill it out. It's anonymous. Uh, and we want you to give us a scenario, whether that's between you and your spouse, uh, whether that is between you and a friend or a coworker, a disagreement, hopefully a lighthearted disagreement. Or, uh, or, or, has to, they have to agree to it, or, and it can't be about something actually important that's or, like or bring the yeah. like hey, no, that's yeah. not true. If it's anonymous, anything goes, and it does not have to be lighthearted. <laughs> that's not true either. To impact we people's read, lives. We won't read any really weird ones. So make sure it's. Have good you heard some of the material. things Lucas has brought to this podcast in the potent ponderables? <laughs> You're not going to get anything weirder and darker than some of the things talking about up. eating monkey. monkey uh, anyways, so. Uh, we are going to hopefully bring some of our own scenarios to this, but we also mm -hmm. want participation yeah, we're, from you guys. We're really hoping for some domestic disputes at home. <laughs> I got one about me and the Matt fix. and how he's mean to all of us on the podcast. Well, well, another thing is most great. of us, we've all lived with each other in some capacity. So you, we probably have some we can dredge up from the past. Hold on. I just think it's <laughs> hilarious that we've decided that to win an argument at home, the four of us have to get together to vote about it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, gotta do what you gotta do. Gotta do what you gotta do. Well, uh, so I want to clarify one thing, Andrew. I'm not mean. Uh, I'm honestly just honest. That's uh, <laughs> that's what mean people say. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for your honesty. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right, let let us hear this tiebreaker. I'm ready to so, pass my judgment. So, where does this one come from, Brad? The internet. All right. So this is a internet one. Here we go. I bring this case to the tiebreak against my dear, sweet partner. He doesn't always check to see how many bathroom towels are currently in use and helps himself to a new one after showering. This results in far too many active towels. I love the word active towels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He says this isn't a problem. He believes towels can be returned to the linen closet after one or two Uses. Ooh, I have objection. so many things wrong with. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Please. here's Let's here's go. my take on it. Um, first, a question to each of you. Um, oh, sorry about that. How are you a one use towel? Like uh, towel gets one uh, use, or are you yep. a one and done? Uh, hold on, really? really? So yep. I used to oh, be. Wow. It used to be when we lived in Oxford. For whatever reason, when we lived in Oxford, I was always a one towel. And that towel probably went three, maybe four days of one towel. Because where I would set it, it would dry. And by the next time I used it, that was that was it. When we moved here to Charlottetown, for whatever reason, guys, and I don't know what happened or why, <laughs> I, it's, a, it's a one and done. I use it. And then I t maybe because we now have the, the towel, just the hamper for the towels is right beside the shower. And so once I'm done, I'm dressed. and So inviting. It's so inviting. And so we don't have a whole lot of, you know, there's not a lot of active towels. There's a lot of active washers, but not a lot of active towels. Yeah. Mm. So you're, you're a one and done. Andrew's a one, one and done. And, Lucas, done you yet. are. Oh man, I run it for Melissa. I knew you, I knew you did. How long did I run a towel for? Probably too long. Like till Mom, it starts to smell good. You have to I, say probably too long. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's too, too long. long. Like, he knows know, how like, long. He just doesn't want to say it. Everybody, no, like, I, I actually don't because I I go by like it'll be different in the summer or the winter because in the summer it'll dry faster and in the winter it it probably doesn't. So I go till it's like 
like yeah it's pro- like if it's, oh, if, I, if, it's uh, if i'm getting to it and it's like still wet then yeah no i'm getting a fresh towel I've, but like most time it'll, i hang it up and it dries i just threw I up in my mouth that musty smell oh yeah the second yeah. it gets musty uh, it's gone but if you hang like it up it doesn't get one. musty that fast not disagree well, but i mean you're also you're also assuming that when you shower you're getting your body 100% clean and you've got to remember too now don't get me wrong cuz i'm disgusting myself right now because <laughs> i'm not a one and done but the idea that the last thing Melissa you probably says too dry, long, by the way. Yeah, the thing, the last thing you probably dry is either your butt or your feet, and then the first thing you dry the next time is your face and your hair, right? So it's butt to face kind of a situation based yeah. on the towel. But do you guys? All of us had a roommate one time uh, that didn't use a towel. Do you remember that? He would just get out of the shower and just stay in the bathroom for I don't know how long and air dry. <laughs> I yeah. forgot all about that. I forgot yeah. all about. You remember that. though? I do now. Yeah, it's come screaming I think I back. I must have forgotten. Oh my word! Yeah, no. Uh, I'm, I I definitely. Lucas, can you tell me what what the um, oh the humidity is in Fredericton? Like what what kind of humidity are you dealing with in that home? In the summer, it can be it can be depending on the time. It can be not great, but uh, I, I'm telling you, when it gets. When it got to stank on it, it goes in the hamper. Could you? But I just I hate to make work for uh, our family. How can can how committed to this bit are you? I have a quick question. Could yeah. could you go grab the towel? Yeah. Could you bring you the want towel? Me to grab the towel and a yeah. light and a light. Fresh today. I got a fresh though, one today. So we can't see your pants. Grab it. Oh, darn it. Grab a oh, towel. That was the there. trick, Andrew. We wanted to see his pants <laughs> and a lighter. Um. So here's a great and tip. A lighter. Actually. Grab a great, towel here. and a lighter and come on back. Here's a great like, go, Lucas. While I got some talk here. Here's a great little tip from Mr. Lauren Hammond, who, by the way, has not gone and sponsored the Teen Challenge Sleepout yet. Uh, Lauren would appreciate it if you go ahead and do that. Uh, he said, uh, Lauren's two a week, and I think that's a reasonable number. I, I, uh, that seems like a week. good balance. He, but listen to this. He says, I just put them in the dryer every time while I'm in the shower. No. Oh, hold on. And when he gets out, feels fresh every time. Lauren, I do need you to clarify. Are you telling us that you're putting a dirty towel in the dryer that you've already used that locks in the dirt you're you are literally drying and locking in the dirt you've made somehow know, made though. that towel dirtier <laughs> it's and your dryer so think about I, this then the next time you put clothes in your dryer the last thing that was in your dryer was that stanky old dry towel and now it's all over your clothes there's something wrong here so can we go back to the question because the person says that it's, they think it's okay to return a towel to the linen closet after one oh, or two. No, it's chance. not okay. <laughs> that's, that's, that. that's somebody else's butt against your face. If you happen to get somebody else's towel. Yeah, because oh, you don't know. Check out his pants. Check out his pants. <laughs> okay, he, he came back. Lauren, you need to you you need to repent of that and and never do it again. Okay, Lucas, uh, here's how we're oh gross. Fresh it smells musty. So this is going to yeah, be similar. Not- this is going to be like what they used to do for, with witch hunts. Um, <laughs> Clayton, there's Clayton's so many, in on this. There's Clayton. so many opinions on towels. This I think is Clayton. Yeah, I think Clayton's leaning into Lauren's camp. No, bounce uh, sheets are for static. Where, not- where he's saying, where Clayton's saying, nice throw hippo. a bounce sheet in. Okay, so Lucas, uh, here we need. I need you to understand the instructions. <laughs> it's clearly. never quite wet. It's never quite dry. Right. The whole thing. Oh, here's man, how here's here's how you're gonna know every what I want I you to do. I want you to try to light that towel on fire, and if it goes, hey. that was the right. It was it was dry and fine. 
If it, it, I'm waiting for Melissa to run down to stop you. Yeah, from doing well, this. yeah. Well, I went into her bedroom where she was watching on the iPad, and she's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "It's fine. Don't worry about it." Yeah. And she's like, "You're not going to burn a towel, are you?" I was like, "No, but I like I don't. Like, you it's may end dry. up. It will catch on fire. Like it's yeah. it's it's. Let yeah, us no, let us hear it. Can we hear how dry it is? I don't know. Is that something you can hear? I don't think so. No. So <laughs> no, my mother, I can hear it. Get right in there. My so my mother, whose whose opinion I trust more than anyone's in this world. Uh, she says, uh, you know, if you've actually cleaned yourself properly, you really don't have to <laughs> worry. Dirty. You know what? But see, mom, mom, oh, you're I assuming see. you're assuming we clean ourselves properly, and that's where you're wrong. What's what? Uh, here's what bothers like me: seventy percent coverage at best. People Better are coming in. Sorry, people are coming in thinking carcass. because it smells uh, fine it's, it's, that it's that it's clean. So what do you do, Brett or Matt? Pe- hold on. What do you hold what, on? Sorry? Hold on. Hold on. Look at the sorry. chat. People are saying that it's basically if it smells clean, then it's clean. That is a lie from the enemy. Absolutely. Wow. Whoa. whoa. <laughs> okay, here goes Lucas. Holy smokes. We've got 911 on call. <laughs> Where's right, the fire extinguisher? Let's, see if, let's sure. see if it'll light or if it's still damp. Uh, can can I somehow bring... Oh. Whoops. <laughs> <Keep going. laughs> I, wa- I want you to go... <laughs> which just proves Lucas's point that that towel is dry and he's still got about six hours before he has to use it again. So here's another question. That little, I know we're that off little track. corner is now hard and he's going to scratch himself. Oh, he's going to scratch. <laughs> he's oh. going to scratch right across his cheek right here. Here's my next question, though. Are you guys night showers or morning showers? Morning. Morning. Gotta be morning. But Gotta I, be. I, yeah. I can't wait for the next tiebreaker when it's Lucas bringing, guys, my wife says it's not okay to lay <laughs> towels on fire, but I think for a bit it's totally cool. <laughs> if it's for a bit, it's fine, it's right? for a bit. Yeah. So, so we, we, uh, got, we got to break this tie, fellas. How, what, what about you, Matt? Okay, when, just wait, just wait. I'm on a hot point here. Uh, so <laughs> we got morning, morning. Brad, are you a morning or night shower? Morning. Okay, do you know what? There was actually, it's, I forget who told me this recently. I wish I could remember so I could give them credit. Did you know that when you shower, it can actually determine uh, where you lie in the socioeconomic status? Um, because, so typically, almost all the time, anyone who has a blue call or like a office or high-end job are morning showers and, and folks who are more along the laborers or, um, or oftentimes kind of uh, potentially lower income jobs are nighttime showers. Is it because you know they, they feel like they got to wash the stank off when they get home? Because they've worked hard all day. And they've and so they re, they need to shower before they go to bed. And so it was just when somebody told me, I thought that's such an interesting way of determining. Not always, of course, it's not science, but the cause and the effect of of that. And anyway, uh, so I say, what was the question, Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> um, fresh towel every time. Yeah, yeah. is well, fresh towel every it time. Is it okay to put it back after? No, it's, been clean? it's never okay. Hard no, it's hard no. Okay to hard put it no. Back. You can't do that. Never okay oh. to put it back. Absolutely I'm pretty lenient, and that think, grosses yeah. me out. So you're yeah, extremely no. lenient, uh, and so yeah. Andrew, be- before before we're done here, can you give us a quick uh, pounds or peppers? I'm not going to play the music. Update. Well, we're still we're going strong for a, for a March third weigh in. Yeah. Uh, we're sticking to that. Lucas isn't going to eat anything in Cuba. 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 Just the I've water, heard that right? the food in Cuba tap is like water? only okay. No, so don't yeah. don't <laughs> drink the tap, tap water. <laughs> it's That'll my extreme cleanse plan. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I meant never mind. <laughs> That'll be a fresh towel every day. I had I have an I have a new weight loss re- regime. 
It's called <laughs> a coffee with a cap full of Restorelax. Anyway. Oh, good heavens. Okay. Oh, wait. When's the weigh-in? February 3rd? No, March 3rd. March 3rd. Oh, yeah. March. I'm not here. I'm not here. Well, you can still weigh in and lose yourself and send I'm it I'm definitely in. not weighing in. I'm in Las Vegas. And so I am not weighing in because I plan to eat <sighs> a lot of cheap casino food. Oh, oh so we're only doing this as long as we don't feel like doing it. Is yeah. that the idea? All you right. Know, like, Lucas, yeah. it's 10 o'clock. Get us out. No, wait. <laughs> no. This is our last chance to sponsor me at the, on the Team Challenge one. It's so far, it's only my mom. <laughs> the you guy who doesn't gotta... do peppers and will not be doing the sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Give this guy some money. Andrew, when it comes time, don't forget to plug this whole um, the uh, the tiebreaker <laughs> segment. Just add that into your outro here. All right, go, Lucas. Let's get out. All right. You can follow our podcast on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and now YouTube uh, at Oxford Holy Club. Uh, throw up the hashtag OH Club, or you can email us, OxfordHolyClub at gmail.com. So if you've got a tiebreaker, great place to send it. Um, if you've got money for Barbara, it could probably be used in better places. Um, you... <laughs> <laughs> you know, send, send, send us some cash. Uh, we would love a five-star rating on iTunes. And if you leave us a five-star, we'll probably put it on our website and we'll read it on the air. All right. And you can send in questions anonymously. If you have any questions about what we've talked about in terms of the SMORP, things like that, we would love to have questions and be able to answer them. You can visit the website. In case you don't know what that is, it's www.oxfordholyclub.com. You can also send in your tiebreakers, uh, the same spot. Uh, just make sure, well, I think we'll figure it out if it's a tiebreaker and not a question, but you can clarify there if you want. Uh, we will eventually have merch. It's going to be amazing, and you're going to want to purchase gonna it stop talking on about our it. website. Uh, and, uh, the yeah, just check it out. I, I love that bit we do where we keep pretending we're going to have merch yeah. and then not having merch. What a bit. Anyway, oh, we will have merch. We'll we'll have merch. I already got the new idea, poop in the Ziploc we're bag. hyping it up. All right. So also, again, this is your last chance to give to the Teen Challenge Sleepout, which I highly recommend. And the links are all over the chat. So please feel free to go. I'm only $100 short of my goal. We can do this, Oxford Holy Club family. Not only that, but you can send your question. Sorry. We don't pay to advertise. (laughs) So any growth that we do get comes from you sharing us with others. Don't don't forget, guys, we would love to make tiebreakers a thing that happens, and we would love for you to send those in uh, to auctionholyclub.com. And until next time, keep spiritually fit and, and have, have fun. fun.